When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, back again for another episode of Way Back Wednesday. We're going way back. Back into time, like more than nine years ago, where it all started. The do-over show. Now, I didn't have time to listen to last week's episode before I released it. I was actually, admittedly, a, a bit nervous, too. Because it had been so long since I recorded. That was my very first podcast episode. And uh, my first podcast ever. And I just wasn't sure how it was going to sound. And I didn't want to get sucked into trying to make it all perfect and stuff like that. So I just uploaded the file and I pushed publish. Actually, Luca, my producer, published it. And uh, I found the nerve finally, though, yesterday morning to listen to it. And I listened to it on the way to the gym. And I got to admit, I was a little bit blown away, meaning I was surprised, not really by how far I've come, but probably more surprised by how much I've forgotten. And uh, what I mean by that is I needed to hear that message. And uh, I don't know, I fired myself up with it. So I don't know if you had the same experience or not, but I enjoyed it. And I was like, hey, who is this guy? He ain't half bad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll resume today. I don't know. I might have just jinxed myself. I have no idea what's coming next today either. But, uh, oh, well, let's just do it. Oh, and any email addresses and URLs and domain names shared in these Way Back Wednesday episodes, I'm not sure if they still work. I got a feeling a lot of them probably don't. So just take that into consideration before filing a complaint with upstairs. You know, Mercedes and, and Ash are on the front lines when it comes to customer service. And, and sometimes they're like... Uh, what in the hell did you say on the show today? The inbox is full and the phones are blowing up. And uh, anyway, I'll shut up before I get into more trouble with them. Enjoy the show. This is Terrio Media. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. 
Welcome to Your Do-Over, the place where once a week you will hear, learn, and take action on the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results. This is the place where I show people dissatisfied and unhappy with their current situation how to start over, discover a better life, and get lasting results easier, faster, smarter. Again, tonight I'm coming to you from downtown Los Angeles, right across the street from the Staples Center. The Lakers are playing this evening, lots of traffic driving by. I've sealed up the loft as tightly as I could to keep the noise out, but you still might hear some horns and and some sirens go by because that's just kind of what happens on the night the Lakers play. Anyway, I'm fired up. I'm starting to get the hang of this podcast thing. Each episode seems to be getting a little bit better at least from my perspective, hopefully from your perspective as well. I'm experimenting with some different technologies and microphones, software, and trying to increase the sound quality. And if you've been with me since the beginning, like last week, uh, you're probably noticing a slightly different audio quality with each show. Maybe not. I'm pretty anal about those types of things, though. And I'm actually already looking for a different host, a different host to uh, host the podcast. I'm kind of annoyed that my artwork hasn't appeared on iTunes yet. And my host says it's iTunes' fault, and iTunes says it's my host's fault, and there's just little old me in the middle, little old technologically challenged me right in the middle and, and kind of lost. So I'm just going to go out and find someone that knows a little bit more about this stuff than I do to help me, and, and they can take care of everything because I'm all about working my strengths and delegating the rest. And you should start thinking about that too because it really does start to make life easier when you start delegating what you're not good at. You know, and that's just working smarter. And I'd be quite the hypocrite if I didn't do that myself, as this show is all about working smarter, right? So I do have a confession I have to confess to you. You know, the last few weeks I've spent so much more time than I probably should have on putting this show together. Most of my time has been spent learning all the technical stuff. And I mean, the content, that's a breeze for me. I can talk for hours about how to get from where you are to where you want to be. But but the technology, sheesh. That's another story completely. But every morning I log on to my podcast host back office and I view my stats. It shows me how many downloads overnight that I got and how many downloads I get during the day. And it's actually very addicting, okay? I mean, every time I hit refresh, whoop, there is another download. It's actually better than Facebook for me at the moment. Like I needed another time stealer, right? I also spent a bunch of time over at iTunes watching myself rise in the rankings. I mean, it's moving up pretty quickly. The show is, it seems to be a hit and... I like to think that this show is just amazing and the entire world is, is completely taken by it. And, and, you know, at least it would appear that way watching the daily downloads, but I'm, I haven't really done a whole lot. But it appears that uh, people are listening to the show. So, so that's pretty good. If you're listening and you have a podcast show and that's not normal, I would love to know that that's not normal. So send me an email. Let me know if uh, what I'm experiencing is a normal thing. Either way, it's a whole lot of fun. So my confession, let me get back to that. I was trying to get out of it, but no, I'm not going to let myself do that. So as I got the downloads coming in at a pretty good clip, I'm, I'm waiting for my first comments now on iTunes because I haven't got any comments. And I'll admit the first one up there right now is my girlfriend. Yeah, just like a good supportive girlfriend should do. She went in there and logged in and gave me a little five-star rating. God bless her. Thanks, babe. And the embarrassing one, however, is the second comment that you'll see there. That would be me. Yes, I gave my own show a comment rating, and if you go to iTunes, you'll see it. I can't get it off there. I wish I could. So I'm just going to come clean. I'm going to confess. I gave myself a five-star rating. You see, when my girlfriend was leaving her comment, iTunes asked her for a screen name, so I thought that was cool. She could be anonymous. So I rationally thought, well, maybe I'll leave an anonymous comment as well. Wrong. iTunes, they totally sniffed me out and totally called me out and put me out there on Front Street and, and signed my name for me. So the second comment on the show's comments are those of yours truly. The do-over guy gave the do-over guy show five stars. Okay? So why did I do that? Hmm. I was thinking. That wasn't very integrous of you, Matt. Uh, I mean, I thought to myself, why did you do that? 
Well, I got to thinking, and I remember. I remember back in the fifth grade, I ran for student body president, which I did not win. I remember being pretty bummed about that. But when I got home, my dad, he had asked me who I voted for. And I said, uh, gosh, for the life of me, I can't remember the girl that beat me. But I didn't vote for me. I voted for her. And my dad was shocked. And he said, well, that's why you didn't win. You didn't think you were good enough to even vote for yourself. And I was like, hmm. I actually thought that was going to be actually pretty arrogant if I voted for myself, but I guess my dad had a point. <laughs> and boy, in the fifth grade, at that age, those words really stuck with me. So I suppose I voted for myself at iTunes because my dad made me do it. I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Blame everything silly that we do as adults on our parents? Okay, I'm getting off track. I'm fired up today. And before I get into why, because I am fired up, I want you to know that I don't take lightly the time you're taking to listen to the Do-Over podcast. I don't take lightly who you are as a person, what you've experienced in the past, or, or what you're dealing with right now. I'm not sure you know, what has you looking to start over, or maybe you're not starting over because you just did start over, and it's just not working. Or maybe you've just been laid off, or maybe you've reached a level of success and, I don't know, you're no longer fulfilled. Maybe the economy, it's taken its toll on your business. You know, That's certainly uh, a common thing these days. It's taken a toll on your business, maybe your industry, and it's just not what it used to be. Or maybe your business and industry no longer even exist. You know, that's pretty common as well, unfortunately. It's sad. Or maybe your last child just moved out of the house and you're ready for some you time. You know, that's okay. Whatever it is. Whatever has you here, I'm grateful you're here. But I want you to take comfort in the fact that we all enter stages of life where you just got to turn the page, so to speak. You got to move on to the next chapter. And during those times, we as human beings, we search for every resource available that take us to the next chapter. Or maybe you're trying to get to a whole new book. I don't know. Or maybe you just want to turn things around and head in the opposite direction, just 180 degrees and go the other direction. I get it. I've been there. So I wanted to begin this episode by just thanking you for giving me the privilege to work with you, to serve you. And I know you've extended a certain amount of trust to me and and to even have set aside some time to listen to me. I mean, it's pretty amazing to me that you've even gotten this far. (laughs) I mean, this is only episode four of the Your Do-Over podcast, and I know I've got my work cut out for me to maintain that trust. I'm going to give you everything I've got each and every episode of this program. That I promise. And that's why I'm so fired up today. I'm going to take the first step in honoring that commitment and just offer you a free gift, a free gift with no strings attached whatsoever. Nothing, nada. Absolutely free. I mean, that's, we hear that a lot these days, and as soon as we hear free, that's when our guard goes up. You don't need to do that. You know, they say there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, I'm here to tell you that not only am I offering you a free lunch today, not only am I giving you a free lunch, I'm giving you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I'm giving it to you for a lifetime. And I know that's a bold statement, but I'm giving it to you for a lifetime. I'm not holding anything back. I just finished an audio program, a brand new audio program called The Three Pillars of Creating the Ultimate Do-Over. Now, it's a program that can literally transform your life emotionally, physically, financially, in your relationships, you name it. And again, big promise, bold statement, I know, but I'm making that promise to you. I've pulled together three foundational principles that'll make or break any endeavor, okay? Whether it's an emotional challenge or a physical challenge or a financial challenge, whatever it may be, it will make or break it. It doesn't matter what you apply them to. I mean, what this program is really about is taking control and creating life on your terms. How does that sound? On your terms. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over, it's going to help everyone that applies them to discover a better life and experience lasting results 
easier, faster, smarter, just like I'm committed to every week on this show. I mean, this is my most popular content ever. It's my best stuff. I mean, something I've been putting together over the last several years as I've been training and coaching people through their challenges. And I call it my best stuff because it's street tested. I took it right out to the street and put it to practice and it worked. The three pillars work. I mean, without them, you might experience some success. That's certainly possible. Absolutely. But it will be short-lived. It will not last. You know, we're in a very unique era. I mean, for many people, businesses, and organizations, the time in which we're living is quite possibly the first time real adversity has ever been experienced. I mean, many have no choice but to start over. And what worked in the past, you know, I get it. It might not be working like it used to, or it might not be working at all. I mean, that's why I put this program together. Now, risking the possibility of sounding corny, and forgive me if it sounds corny, but this almost felt as if it were my patriotic duty to share these three pillars with the world. And I'm giving them away for free, no strings attached, I promise. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over, they're whole and complete all on their own. There's nothing to buy. They're yours for free. And whether you're embarking on a new endeavor or you're given a new kickstart to your current endeavor, by putting in place these three pillars, the foundation for your success will be laid and the rebuilding process from that point forward will progress with greater velocity than you had ever experienced previously. How do I know? I've been there. In fact, I've been there a few times in my life actually. And my last do-over, it was my last. And I owe a great deal of my do-over success to those three pillars to these three pillars that I'm giving to you. And I've been incorporating them into my life ever since. They have worked wonders for me. I mean, it literally pulled me out of my all-time low seven years ago. You know, seven years ago, I was bagging groceries. I was bagging groceries and taking lunch breaks with 16-year-olds. So they pulled me out of my all-time low, and I want you to have them. I want to give them to you. They are yours for free, and all you have to do is go to freedoover.com. Freedoover.com. And pick up your copy of this audio program, The Three Pillars of Creating the Ultimate Do-Over. Freedoover.com. I'm so excited for you right now. I can't wait to hear what you think. So let's get on with today's show. And I want to begin by asking you a question. What is it that has you calling a do-over? Why do you want to start over? I mean, before setting up a new plan for your do-over, I mean, it's worth investigating what derailed you in the last time to make sure it doesn't come back and, and mess it up again, right? You know, through these next few minutes, I'm going to help you determine and eliminate what stopped or hindered your previous success. I refer to these obstacles as your invisible barriers. I mean, you can't see them. And you need someone else to help point these out to you, or else you'll never see them. We call them blind spots. So, I mean, some of them will be intrinsic, some will be extrinsic. And, and over the next few months, we're going to explore many of them, okay? We're going to explore these invisible barriers. I'm going to lead you through different inquiries by offering suggestions to help distinguish, you know, what has prevented and, and likely is consistently preventing you and is currently preventing you from reaching the levels of success that you really desire. I mean, once these invisible barriers are revealed, just your consciousness, just your awareness are going to help you control them. So it's important that we go over this because your do-over plan will be more effective if we first start by clearing out the junk. In other words, if you're going to go turn your attic into a guest bedroom, I mean, wouldn't it make sense to remove the old boxes and dust and sweep prior to moving in the new furniture? I mean, out with the old, in with the new. Okay, this inquiry is just like that. And I'm going to start with the most important invisible barrier. I'm going to give you the biggest one first. And the reason I want to do this is because it's universal. It applies to everybody. I don't care what you're dealing with right now. I don't care where you come from. I don't care how old you are or what your experience is. This afflicts everybody, including yours truly. And you have to stay conscious of this or it can sneak up on you and just rob you of your freedom, rob you of your future. There's this great quote by Eric Hoffer. In times of change, learners will inherit the earth while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with the world that no longer exists. 
We're in a time of change. You got to really connect with that. Times are changing. They're changing faster than they ever have, and it's only going to get faster. And learners are going to inherit the earth. The people that refuse to learn are going to find themselves beautifully equipped. (laughs) I love that. Beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. So the ultimate invisible barrier, it's being a reluctant learner. I referenced this in my book, and I just noticed this typo today. Oh, just like a stake through the heart. said reluctant earner. No, I meant to say reluctant learner with an L. That's the ultimate invisible barrier. It's just another way of calling someone a know-it-all. Uh, or, more sa- or more specifically, someone who's just satisfied with their own knowledge. The subject, however, goes much deeper than simply warning you of becoming a know-it-all and, and teaching you the value of an open mind. I mean, by the very nature of being human, the plague of reluctant learning has been, is, and always will be a barrier. It doesn't matter. If you're a human, you've got this. Nobody is exempt. Now, I refer to reluctant learning as the ultimate invisible barrier because most people have no idea that they are reluctant learners. I mean, to whom I'm referring are people who are oblivious to the third realm of knowledge, the realm of we don't know what we don't know. I mean, it's invisible and it's the ultimate. I mean, in my opinion, it's the most dangerous barrier, not only to your success, but to your life. Okay, let me slow down or maybe I'll even back up a little bit. Let me make sure you're with me on this because it is that important. There are three different realms of knowledge. And once you get a a grasp on this, then this will start to make sense or make more sense. The first realm, it contains those things you know, you know. Okay, so for example, you know that you know how to download a podcast or else you wouldn't be listening to my voice right now. So you know you know how to do that. I know that I know how to type and speak English and walk, drive, ride a bike, count money, tell time. Those are things that I know that I know. So the second realm The second realm of knowledge contains those things you know you don't know. I mean, for example, I know that I don't know how to perform open heart surgery. I can't speak Cantonese. I don't know how to juggle four tennis balls. I don't know how to navigate a double black diamond run on the ski slopes. I know I don't know those things. I aspire to them one day, but I know I don't know them now. Now, before I address the third realm of knowledge, I want to mention that we as humans, we go through our entire lives making decisions based on the knowledge within those first two realms. What we know we know and what we know we don't know. And when making decisions, big and small, we tend to give heed to the knowledge that we already have. But tragically, we completely ignore the knowledge and information we do not have. Even more damning, the knowledge and information we don't know that we don't have. And that is the third realm. The third realm is what we don't know that we don't know. And it's in the third realm where all the difference is made. It's here where breakthroughs and triumphs are experienced. And it's in the third realm where you get from where you are right now to where you want to go, to where you want to be. I mean, the knowledge you currently possess, I mean, it's gotten you to where you are today. And that knowledge will keep you exactly where you are until you begin to access the third realm. I mean, a perfect example is that if I asked any random person for, say, for a surefire way to lose weight. I mean, 99% of the time, I'm going to get an answer along the lines of eat less and exercise more, right? That's what I'm going to get. Eat less, exercise more. Now, this is not groundbreaking information, yet I was listening to a podcast, uh, Jillian Michaels from The Biggest Loser. It was actually one of her old uh, radio shows. And she said, America is more obese than it has ever been. In fact, fact, she said, in the United States, due to obesity and the complications that accompany it, I mean, the babies being born today will be the first generation ever, the first generation ever expected to live fewer years than their parents. 
I mean, as a people, we all know how to lose weight. I mean, I could have asked each and every one of you, how do you lose weight? You would have told me, eat less, exercise more. Yet we don't do it. So there's something about losing weight that we don't know that we don't know. I mean, another example is that if I asked a random group of people how to become wealthy, I mean, there'll be several different answers, but it'll all be along the lines of spend less than you earn and invest the difference. I mean, that's just sound financial advice. Nothing groundbreaking there. Yet, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, I thought this statistic was shocking, 94% of America's population, 94%, that's pretty much the whole population, 94% of America's population will reach the retirement age of 65 either dead or dead broke. There is obviously information that 94% of the population doesn't know that they don't know about becoming wealthy. I mean, the fact that lose weight and make more money are the two most popular New Year's resolutions year in and year out, I mean, that right there is proof that there's an invisible barrier around those two subjects. Now, those two examples, they're very general ones. So here's a specific example that I experience on a regular basis and how it applies to real life. Being that my primary business is showing people how to get on the fast track to creating wealth and experiencing the good life through real estate investing, I frequently find myself discussing real estate investing with a wide variety of people. Surprisingly, a a group of people who have a huge invisible barrier about this particular subject are real estate agents. I mean, it's amazing how this group believes in, promotes, and facilitates the practice of real estate investing, yet the vast majority do not invest themselves. Did you know that? And in fact, I meet a surprising number of real estate agents who don't own any real estate, not even their primary residence. And even more surprising is how reluctant they are to entertain the most simple advice or possible solutions to their inability to practice what they preach. I mean, there's obviously something that those who do not invest don't know that they don't know or else they would, wouldn't they? I mean, they tell you to do it. Why don't they do it themselves? There's something that they don't know that they don't know. The real estate agent example, I mean, it illustrates how easy it can be to slip into the delusion of being well-versed and adept or an expert at something and just shutting off additional information that could make a difference. The real danger to considering yourself an expert or one who is in the know is that you limit what's possible for yourself, your relationships, and your business. In the eyes of a student, I mean, there are millions of options, while in the eyes of an expert, there are only but a few. The lesson here is to always be a student. Never consider yourself an expert. I mean, every act of conscious learning, it requires the willingness, the willingness to look silly, to suffer an injury to your self-esteem. I mean, that's why young children, before they're even aware of their own self-importance and their significance, it's, it's why young children learn so easily. They don't care if they look like a fool. They don't care if they look like an idiot by trying something new or learning something new. That's why they learn. If you made the decision one day to go take up tennis and someone handed you a racket and then proceeded to teach you how to hit the perfect backhand, I mean, as a new student, the instructor would have your undivided attention. You'd be all ears. You'd be open. You'd be willing. You'd be open and willing and with enthusiasm. I mean, the beginner has hundreds, even thousands of options open to them. The beginner will try anything and everything to execute a good backhand. But if you talk to an expert tennis player, they know only one way. They know how to do it. They already know. And this is not only true for tennis, but for your relationships, your business, your finances, your health, everything. You can be so clogged up with what you know that there isn't room for anything new. I mean, particularly something that could enhance and improve your performance and results. Be wary of experts. Be wary of them, particularly if you're one yourself. Now, in 2004, when he was at the top of his game, Tiger Woods, even Tiger Woods, probably will eventually be one of the greatest golfers that ever lived, if not the greatest. But in 2004, he completely overhauled his golf swing for the second time in his professional career. And he improved both times. He's had some personal issues lately, and 
But he's coming back, there's no doubt in my mind. He's the consummate student. Take two lessons from Tiger. There's always room for improvement and be a student, always. I mean, your greatness, it really depends on it. So here's your homework. I want you to try this, okay? This is what I want you to do. You don't have to do it. I'm not telling you what to do. This is just what I want you to do. I want you to go buy a book or an audio program or go download a podcast. It'll be absolutely free. It won't cost you a thing. Or go sign up for a seminar. Go take in some information that you think you already know. For example, if you've been gardening for 10 years, go read a book on how to be a gardener or how to start in gardening or how to create a garden. Something that you think you already know. And consume that information, whether you listen to it or you read it, or you do both, or you participate in it, whatever it may be. But go take in some information on something that you already know how to do. I promise you, you are going to learn one thing that will make a difference in your business or your hobby. It'll make a difference today. Sure, you're going to understand and probably already know 70, 80, 90, even if it's 99% of the information that you take in. But there's going to be 1%. There's going to be 1%. 1% of that information, that one thing, maybe more, but that one thing is going to transform and completely rock your world, completely change how you do whatever you do. You're going to receive a breakthrough. Don't believe me? Don't do it? That's okay with me. But remember, you're not here to learn over. You're here to do over. So go do it. That's it for this episode. Uh, Coming up next week, and I know I promised this last week and I apologize, but we had a little bit of a scheduling challenge. But it's all worked out now. 20-year network marketing veteran that has earned millions of dollars in that industry, and he found himself last year looking for a do-over. I mean, his entire organization collapsed, just went kaput, hit rock bottom, had to pick himself up, pull it all together, and do over. And boy, I tell you, he did in a big way. I mean, he's discovered this nifty little invention he's taken to the home shopping network. So if you've ever wondered how to take a product to the lucrative world of infomercials, or if you simply just want to hear an inspiring story of rise and fall and rise again, I mean, from an amazing business mind, he's been an amazing mentor to me. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But you don't want to miss it. And I gave you a homework assignment. And I know you're going to do it, right? If you do nothing else today, though, go to freedoover.com to get instant access to the three pillars of the ultimate do-over. It's yours for free. It's my gift to you. And if it's not the best free thing you got this year, I mean, let me know. And let me know why. I want to know. If it is the best free thing you received this year, I want to know that too. And if you liked what you heard today and or if there's something that you'd like to hear more of, please visit iTunes at your convenience and leave your comments and suggestions. I mean, don't make me go and leave more comments on my own and make myself look like an idiot. Okay? <laughs> I am Matt, the Do-Over Guy, and I will see you next time on Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.